BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. How you feeling? Welcome to the show, everyone. We are coming off the heels of a Game 7 where I know a number of people felt confident Boston was going to win. I don't think anyone had Boston winning as convincingly as they did following a complete and utter no-show by Joel Embiid and a not-so-surprising flame-out from James Harden. The Harden piece... Not a shock. The Embiid side, there are a lot of folks, and a lot of folks, especially in the media, got a lot to answer for. Because for months, and even in the last two weeks, I got a lot of flack for calling people out when I said, point blank, Joel Embiid won the MVP because Embiid can't play the race card. And a lot of people didn't like when I said that. Because they they started talking about, oh, Jokic doesn't play defense. Jokic doesn't, uh, Jokic only stat pads. I heard stat padding a lot. Okay. Still didn't answer my question. What does Jokic, what does Embiid do to elevate his teammates differently than other players in the league? Because I kept making that point because the MVP award is about most valuable player, not most popular player or the guy you want to see win it or an achievement award. It's about valuable contributing in other places. I want to read off some of the stats that we got from this game because to encapsulate how much of a cluster, you know what this game was today. The Celtics were up over 20 in the fourth quarter. They extended their lead despite the fact that Embiid and the starters continued playing in the game until the last five minutes. And it was an over 30-point lead. But I want to read off some of these stats. P.J. Tucker started off 
with 11 points in the first quarter. He finished with 11, mainly because they never got him the ball again. The other three starters shot 50% from the field. Between Tobias Harris, Tucker, and Tyrese Maxey. They shot 50%. Now, defensively, the numbers look even worse because the Celtics just blew them out late in the game. I want to read off what we got out of Embiid and James Harden. Joel Embiid, 5 of 18, 4 turnovers. James Harden, 3 of 11, 5 turnovers. The rest of the team had 3 turnovers. 3 turnovers. 3. Embiid and Harden, 9 combined. rest of the team, 3. I just want to be clear about this. 3. They, they had 12 turnovers total. They got blown out by over 20 points. The Celtics shot the lights out of the building. Yes, they were over 40% from the field. From 3. Embiid, 0 for 4 from 3. <coughs> Harden, 1 for 5 from 3. <coughs> out of Embiid's 18 shots... Three of them were actually inside the paint. He's a center. I said this before and I'll say it again. Where is it? In the description of Embiid. Because most of what he has come up with still considers this to be a case where Embiid puts up numbers against subpar teams by going through the free throw line. Because Embiid's shooting career average is under 48%. Embiid relies on getting to the free throw line. It does not... Improve the other overall team. I'm going to say this again. Embiid, I've listened to folks try to defend Embiid up and down the block about why he deserved that MVP. Deserved it more than Giannis, deserved it more than Jokic, deserved it more than Tatum, deserved it more than Shea Gilgis Alexander, deserved it more than De'Aaron Fox, deserved it more than Jalen Brunson. All these other dudes who played more games than Embiid did with teams that had lesser rosters than what the Sixers had. Had to listen to this entire year, this debacle. Okay. You've got Embiid in a game seven. Put up 15 points with one assist and four turnovers. In game seven. Game seven. Five of 18, one assist, four turnovers. 
I'm just going to leave it right there. So, despite all of this, I want to play the sound clip of Joel Embiid post-match describing what happened with the team. I want to play this clip for the listeners. Listen up. You can't win alone. Uh, I can't win alone. I can't. Me and James, we just can't win alone. You know, that's why basketball is played 5 on 5. So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know, try to keep finding ways to get better and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. Everybody get me get better. And you can still say the full quote where he goes back through and says an unfinished job and that everyone's got to get better. Yeah, you can do it in full context. But the fact that he still needs to insert it that I and James can't win alone is unnecessary. Because you were one of the biggest detriments to the freaking team all game long. You wouldn't pass the ball. You turned it over and were taking horrific shots. And you wouldn't get in the block. This is the other part that pisses me off more about this performance than anything else. You had 37-year-old Al Horford guarding you single coverage. The Celtics weren't even doubling Embiid today. Embiid chose to take himself out of the game by taking off-balance shots. He chose to go that route. He did not want to get in the block and go to work. Just saying. And, you know, you you can, you can go back through and try to, like, oh, if this guy does this, this guy does... No, 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 no. Look at the game itself and show me where Embiid is going into the block repeatedly demanding the ball and try to go to work in the paint. Especially when the Sixers were still up. Because it's not as though the Celtics blew them out in the entirety of the game. They were up in the first quarter because of P.J. Tucker. Second quarter, they were still up until the second half of the second quarter where Tatum started putting on them. And instead of, you know, responding... Between Embiid and Harden, they insisted on keep chucking up shots instead of actually getting into the paint. They wouldn't go into the paint. Uh, It is beyond frustrating watching this team try to play and then hear the apologists make excuses. Now, the Sixers fans are going off on Twitter now because now they're talking about trade Embiid because now they're speaking from an emotional place. These are the same guys who are campaigning for and be the win MVP and how we were all idiots for disparaging him that he didn't deserve it this year. And this was his weakest campaign, even though it was the truth. I got disparaged quite a bit on the Embiid take and how his can't play the race card to get a sympathy vote for MVP, because that's exactly what happened. That's just the reality of the situation. So, you had that flame out. You got that gem of a quote. 
And again, I want to read off Embiid's playoff resume of the playoff series he did win in his career. 2018. These are the series Joel Embiid has won in the six with the Sixers. 2018. Miami Heat, first round. The guys who led the minutes, the top minutes on the opposing side. Goran Dragic. Kelly Olynyk, Jay Rich, Josh Richardson, and James Johnson. All right. Pistons in three, as realistically it should be. 2019. I mean, Sixers in three, as it should be. 2019. The Nets. D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Joe Harris. Sixers and four. Because they had shifted into the, uh, uh, actually no, five. They won in five games. Because they they had shifted into uh, the seven game format. Now, 21, because, oh, by the way, in 20, they got clapped in the bubble in sweep fashion by the Boston Celtics ex-Kyrie. That, yeah, that was the famous Ben Simmons uh, trying to throw the, uh, the fish into the river and uh, failing miserably, and then proceeding to get swept in the bubble. I, you know, people always try to make the case that you, the bubble shouldn't count, but that was the beginning of the end of uh, Ben Simmons with the Sixers. That series against Boston where they got completely blasted out of the playoffs. But anyway, 21. First round, Wizards. Poof. Oh, man, <laughs> the Wizards. Man, this team. Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal. Rui Hachimura. Davis Bertans. Yeah. 22. Probably the the most impressive win the Sixers ever had with Embiid in a playoff series. The Raptors, 22. Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, an injured Fred Van Fleet, but he still played, and Gary Trenton Jr. That is literally the most impressive team that they actually beat in the postseason. Because this postseason... Again, it's the Nets. Mikael Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie, Cameron Johnson, and, I mean, basically, it was uh, Dinwiddie, uh, Mikael, Cam Johnson, and I want to say it was, actually, it was Joe Harris again. (laughs) It was Joe Harris again on the the, the Nets this year because uh, they they started shifting around... um, the minutes, so, but uh, like you, you could go Nick Claxton or or uh, Joe Harris in terms of minutes, but you get my point. Joel Embiid has not actually been beaten a legitimate NBA playoff team in his entire career. Y'all gave him the MVP this year 
as a Lifetime Achievement Award. Those are the playoff teams he actually beat. He has lost to everyone else in his entire career. And this is the performance he turns in in Game 7. I just want everyone to understand that for all the trust the process truthers out there, this group has made it as far as the Andre Iguodala, Drew Holiday 76ers teams of years gone by. That's how far they've made it. Because they still haven't made it into an Eastern Conference Finals. I want I want to say this again. The Sixers have not made it to the Eastern Conference Finals going back over 15 years. The Hawks, the Hawks of all teams, made the Eastern Conference Finals without Horford in 2015. Blew up the roster with Horford and Jeff Teague. Ended up with Trey Young. And Trey Young and the Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals before the Sixers did with the Ben Simmons uh, layup gate. Where he passed up the layup because he didn't want to get fouled. The Hawks made it twice in that time span. The Hawks, who we make fun of all the time, made it before Trust the Process. So, for all you Trust the Process defenders, I just want to be clear, with this 10 years, and you can make fun of the Knicks all you want, the Knicks never had the wealth of draft picks that the Sixers have had. They didn't have the trade partners to get the Hardens of the world that the Sixers have had. All you have to show for it are repeated images of Kawhi Leonard knocking you out in not even before you get to the conference finals. Because that still wasn't a lock. You never made it to the conference finals with Embiid. You've got multiple highlights of Embiid melting down in games. In case you forgot, you also had that lovely time with Brian Colangelo as your GM uh, basically getting fired because his wife was using a burner account to rat on the team externally. I hope you Sixers fans remember this as you talk about trusting the process. Because for all your campaigning for Embiid to win MVP, that is all you have to show for it. An MVP award that, quite frankly, everyone now mocks and is one of the most trending sentences you will see on Twitter uh, this evening is trade that MVP back to Jokic or get, or just uh, forfeit it entirely. And I know there's a lot of copium that's going to go around with the Sixers fans. Of well, if we if we went with uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum instead of Simmons and Fultz, uh, you know we, we'd have a dynasty. Uh, y- y- you know, y- y- everyone got woulda, shoulda, coulda's. Y'all chose to build this team through Embiid. Your best option and the actual leader 
and your probable most successful team was the Jimmy Butler year where you lost to Kawhi in 19. And Jimmy was the third option on that team. But he was actually the leader of that team. And even he saw the writing on the wall when he knew that at the end of the day, Embiid and Simmons were never going to take this as seriously as he was ever going to. That's part of the reason why Jimmy left. The other reason why is Sixers management still thought it was a better idea to prioritize re-signing Tobias Harris than paying Jimmy Butler. Yeah, we remember this too, trust the process folks. Y'all brought all this on yourself because you've been shoving it in our face for the better part of 10 years. Trust the process. Trust the process, they say. Now, I already got my fo- My boss already been blowing me up, so we're going to put him on shortly because I can't wait to hear from him. But Sixers fans, how you feeling? You still trusting the process? You still think Embiid's going to be the guy that leads you to a title? Okay. If you feel that way, I mean, hey, hey, we, 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 the world needs, the world always needs uh, people with hope. That's all I got. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, so we are back with the 76ers ruining Mother's Day in the entire state. Of Pennsylvania by and large my dad is coming in hot <laughs> he has a lot of thoughts about the game and so we're just gonna throw him on there and and let him go because again I know he's got a lot to say and it ain't gonna be pretty I know I know that much all right let's let's get right into it all right so Callie no th- but th- this is I, I want because I know you have thoughts on this too but I want to read. I want to play the exact quote from Embiid. I want to play this exact quote just so you can hear. You can hear the words coming, the the nonsense coming out of his mouth as he's saying. Look at ourselves. I got to be better, and I will be better. Uh, that's what I'm focused on. Um, you know, all of us. Uh, we gotta, you know, come back and uh, found ways uh, to just keep improving and, you know, help the team. Uh, you can't win alone. Uh, I can't win alone. I can't. Me and James, we just can't win alone. You know, that's why basketball is played 5 on 5 So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know, try to keep finding ways to get better and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. That was his quote after putting up 15 points. And playing no defense. That w- that was his quote. And <laughs> uh, like I said, you know, well, this game, this game, I had already marked an L on it. But, but Callie, this game was winnable. 
this game was winnable. Like the the, the yeah. problem the problem with it, it's like we can talk. Look, I know you want to talk about game six, but game seven was winnable. PJ Tucker scores eleven points in the first quarter to at least give you a boost to start off the game. You're up eight points in the second quarter. Go into the paint and start doing some work. This guy is out here trying to hit floaters. He's trying to hit the fadeaway jump shot. He's chucking up bad threes. Harden is dribbling the ball out of bounds. This game turned on its head in the second quarter, and it was as if they didn't even bother acknowledging that they needed to clean up some of the nonsense they did in the second quarter because the third quarter just repeated everything that they did in the second quarter, and they got blitzed even harder in the third quarter. Because he and Harden insisted on taking some of the worst shots imaginable, and the rest of the team is standing around wondering, like, are we going to get the ball again? Because not only were they taking horrible shots, they weren't even passing. He had 15 points and one assist in a game seven. Your numbers are terrible. Your numbers are terrible. You know, but but, it's, it's, but but yeah, but I I I am sorry I'm sorry for interrupting your point, Gallic. I know you want to get back into Game Six, so go 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 back to what you wanted to say. Because no, my my problem is that you are home. This had no right, no right to have a Game Seven. You are home. The star player and the other team is having a nightmare game. I mean, it's the start of the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum has three points. That game's supposed to be out of reach. Exactly. No matter what he do in the fourth quarter, that game should have been out of reach. Have no right being that close. No right being that close. With him, with that box score of, of, of three points, you know, starting the fourth quarter. That game should have been gone. Done. Done and dusted. You know, because in the back of your mind has to be, we don't want to go back to Boston. We don't want to go there for a game seven. If you don't have that in the back of your mind, something is wrong with you. Then you deserve what happened today. You know, it's it's, it's ridiculous to tell me that Jason Tatum could turn it on in the fourth quarter and end up winning that game. That you let that game to be so close to be in doubt that if he get so then you're telling me whenever he's ready to beat you, he can just turn it on and beat you. You can always have the game with a reach. So then, what's the point? You know, it's it's it, that they never should have had a game seven. You know, never should have had a game seven. Yeah. And if you're the MVP, you got to know how to close games out at home. You tell the person, when you come into my building, that's it. You're not leaving. I'm closing you out. You know, this is my house. Yeah. I, 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 these guys, I, I, I you know, every, everybody. But, just, th- but this, yeah. is, this is part of the problem because. The issue with the Embiid supporters keeps going back to the fact that they only look at the stat line. They keep trying to argue the stat line to justify he is not a leader. 
And you can never tell me that a guy who has such negative presence as a leader on a team could ever be the MVP. I'm sorry. Like, it, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. Embiid has never been a true leader on that team. And you can go back through the years because, yeah, he had Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons took a lot of scapegoat, and he deservedly deserved a lot of blame for being a scapegoat on that team for some of the failures. But the best leader on that Sixers squad over this trust the process years, the best leader they had was Jimmy Butler. And Butler's... And Butler ditched it because, frankly, he looked at it like how how bad that, that, that team was looking. Because he knew, as well as everyone else, that the team was only going to cater to Embiid and Simmons. So he left. Yeah, he built, he built on that. He built on them. Yeah. He did. You know. Look, let me tell you something. There's one thing I can tell you with, 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 with Jimmy Butler. He may be a pain in the ass in the regular season, but if, I, if I'm if i looking for somebody to be in the foxhole with me at come playoff time, give me Jimmy Butler. Because he is a beast when it comes to playoff time. You know? So, yeah, it, and, and, and like I tell you, I could bet you, I could bet you, if, if, if that's Jimmy Butler... And Jason Tatum has four, three points at the end of the fourth, the, the third quarter. You ain't, you ain't coming back in that game. Because if he has to score 60, he's going to score 60. You know, you got to be able to close out people at home. You have to be able to, and you have to will your team to do it. Is it guys, we're not going back there. You know, and you get a gift. With Tatum playing so lousy for for three quarters, it's because you're telling me that if Tatum didn't play that bad, which means Boston probably blew you out at home, they probably blow you out in Game Six. Because if he was playing so bad and you still let the game be within reach. What would happen if he was playing good all game? You know, it's it's, it's ridiculous. You're at home. You gotta close that game out. You gotta close that game out. Yeah. So he he can tell talk about playing five and five and whatever and whatever and whatever. Hey, you're the leader. Yes, I know it's five and five, but you. you, you you, you know why guys like Jordan and LeBron and them get, get those accolades? Because they can say, jump on, guys. I'm carrying all thing. I'm, I'm carrying all over the line. Let's see you do that. You know, don't tell me about, well, we got to pay five and five or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Hey, you can just do that shit all the time. Listen. Yeah. Again, I, I keep saying this. We get into this bad habit of just using the box score to justify every damn argument that we want to make a case from somebody and not actually look at the game itself. The, like there were there were questionable character issues with Embiid 
going back years. You cannot tell me that out of all the people you could have said were MVP candidates this year, because you it's not just Jokic. You still had Giannis. You still had Tatum with the Celtics still being the to, uh, near the top of the Eastern Conference for the vast majority of the year with the best record in the uh, NBA for the vast majority of the year. You still you still had him. You had Brunson turning a Knicks squad that was awful into a semi-competent Eastern Conference contender for most of the year. You had De'Aaron Fox out west making the Kings relevant. You had other guys throughout the league doing things in spots where you didn't necessarily expect them to be relevant in the NBA this year. This argument that Embiid, oh, you got he's he's long overdue to be the MVP. We got to give it to him. Like it was, it's still the most bullshit argument I've heard. Like I, I'm sorry. Like it, it, yes, he put it's up numbers. Thing. He put it's up. But 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 it's nonsense. Uh, it's still nonsense. A cause is nonsense. You know, a cause is nonsense. Yeah, because like I tell you, to me, in order to be MVP, you gotta be the guy who says, whenever the team is falling down, get on. I'll carry you guys over. That 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 that's what you gotta do. That's when you're the. That's when you're an MVP. You know. Yeah. And 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 you see, look, I I am. You know, I don't like the the the. If you have a legitimate argument for 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 a minority guy getting it, fine. If you have a a, a good argument, but don't just give me the argument that. Well, it's because he's black. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not taking that. You gotta show me where this guy's numbers is way above, you know, whatever, whatever, and what, what effect this guy think has on the the, the team. So I, 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 I don't want to hear that. I, I don't, I don't want to just hear the, the, the. The the, 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 the the black guy argument. I I, I ain't agree with that. And so, and don't give me the other one that well he wanted two years in a row. You know, it ain't like they pick his name out of a hat and and just say he wins it two years in a row. But you again, know, watch, let me tell you something. That Denver team have no right to be in no Western Conference final. Outside of him and, and um, oh my God, uh, uh, Jamal guy. Murray. And Jamal Murray, who is on that damn team? How many players you can call over that team? Huh? You kidding me or what? Because they're all role players okay. on 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 that uh, on that Denver team. They're all role players. Even Jamal Murray, as well as he's played in spurts, does anyone trust him to lead a team on his own for eighty-two games? And, no. And, and it ain't like, and it ain't like if the West is a cakewalk. It's not like the Western Conference is a cakewalk, and they keep being in the damn conference finals all the time. 
you know, so they gotta be doing something, you know, and he is the lead guy. Is he a great, great defender? No, but he does enough where you can't just be scoring on him at, at will. You know, so to me, to me, he elevates his team more than that Embiid elevates his team because as I, as I see it, he is doing more with less than you. That that's the way I look at it. Yes, but he's the, doing the, more. He's doing more with less. He's getting more out of his guys. When's the last time you make a conference final? Huh? Oh 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 oh! Embiid. Yeah. You, 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 oh oh! I thought you I thought you were trying to make a joke, Kelly. I know, I know you. I actually thought you were trying to make a joke there. You, you do realize, you do realize that Beat has, Beat has never made the conference finals. I know, <laughs> but, that, but that's what I'm saying. When's the last time you made a conference final? Because, uh, and 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 and, 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 like, and like I said, you watch, you watch that Denver team. That team should not be making it there, but they do because. They do the little things, and and he makes that team much better. He has them playing and doing the. They don't look fancy, but next thing you know, it's the end of the game, and they're a point or two ahead of you. And let me tell you something. Now I think the Lakers could beat them, but the Lakers gotta watch themselves with, with, with that Denver team because they just. It, it's 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 like the tortoise and the hare. They're not moving fast, but for some reason they keep winning the race. <laughs> you know, they're not a fancy team. You know, because if you watch Phoenix, you tell yourself they should beat Denver. You know, they got Durant. They got Listen. Booker. Listen, I, I don't want to hear the excuses of, from Phoenix about Chris Paul being hurt. I know Chris Paul's hurt, but even with even with that, your bench should not be getting outplayed as badly as you were outplayed by Denver. That's what I'm saying. Like this is this is the issue that you have to call out because there. The issue that I was seeing throughout that entire series between Durant and Booker, yes, you were scoring. You were outscoring them when the games were going good and your shot was falling. But when your shot isn't always falling, defensively, you guys got exposed multiple times. And we all know that Jokic isn't a great defender. But y'all weren't exactly tearing it up defensively either. Like The, the fact that... Phoenix got exposed as badly as they did defensively is one of the because it was happening in the Clippers series and Kawhi and Paul George weren't playing and they were getting exposed like defensively that Phoenix team even when Chris Paul was healthy was hot garbage I'm sorry you cannot be playing defense that poorly in the NBA playoffs it, it it's not it's not it's not feasible that you could be as 
uh, as just dysfunctional. Def- like, Phoenix was awful defensively. That's the reason why they lost that series to Denver. Because as, again, <laughs> as relatively lackluster as that Denver roster is, if you make the game that easy for bench guys and random guys to score, yeah, you're probably going to lose because as good as your top guys are, if it's that easy for the other team to score, yeah, you're probably going to lose more often than not. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like I said, you watch that Denver roster. Who jumps out at you? This is... Okay. If you pick him and you have a choice to pick the Phoenix roster or the Denver roster, which one do you think you're going to end up picking? On paper, you're going to pick the Phoenix roster because it's supposed to be the better roster. Because when you get back, when you get past Jokic and Jamal Murray, who else? You probably can't even remember half of the guys' names. You know? It's, it's, I mean, it's a bunch of nobody. Listen. I I know Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon and uh, you get to get Tavius Caldwell Pope, but that's because I follow sports every day. I'm an expert. The casual the casual basketball fan cannot pick out the Denver Nuggets roster outside of Jokic. They can't. They, 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 you you are not picking those guys. Period. I'm telling you, you're not running to pick them. So. You know, and like I said, I blame most of these sports, these sports uh, agencies because they have screwed up the MVP voting for years. They don't pick the most valuable player. They pick the most popular player. That's what they have done. All of them. Basketball, football, all of them. It's the, the, the because... The, the MVP is supposed to be this. If this guy wasn't here, where would this team be? That that that's it. You understand? And the thing about it is, they always want to give the, the thing to a first place team. Same thing with the NFL. Same thing with the, the NFL. If your team don't make the playoff. You, you don't get considered for MVP. Even if, even if the team has a terrible roster and they have this one great player that's making them relevant. That's what MVP is, the most valuable player to the team. But they, they, what they are doing is picking the most valuable player to the league. <laughs> the most popular player, that's what they're doing. You know? But, that, that, that's what it is. Yeah, but I I mean, to me, the best thing about this uh, this collapse is the fact that it called out all the voters. Because I want my personal opinion, and this may be deemed harsh, but truth be told, because they're like, oh, it's a regular season award. But guess what? And B was missing a ton of time in the regular season. I still, again... I understand the folks who don't want to give it to Jokic three times in a row because, like, Michael didn't get it. Uh, uh, fine, fine. You don't want to give it. There were other guys more deserving than Jokic this year. That's my biggest issue with this entire process. 
You gave it to him as a sympathy award for all the years he didn't win it between Jokic and Giannis. And that is not your job as a voter. To me, the guys who voted Jokic first place deserve to have their voting privileges suspended for two years. Because, and and I'm serious about that. Because the reason why is you saw it today. Because realistically, that roster didn't play horribly. He played horribly. He's, uh, like, your team, technically, from a valuation standpoint, if your team is playing horribly, you are technically not the most valuable player because if he was playing horribly, the rest of the team should have been playing horribly. Because if, if you sh- your performance shouldn't be on the, the friggin' island. You were actually the biggest detriment to the team. Like to me, like if it, if it, like if you understand what I'm saying, yes, they lost, but they lost because of you, directly because of you, because literally, they were better off with you on the bench than you playing on the court. That's literally how the game was playing out, because that first quarter when he wasn't hogging the ball was actually their best quarter. Let me tell you something. It's been years. I've been saying that all these MVP awards <coughs> should not not be a regular season award. I hate that they make MVP awards regular season awards because you 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 giving the MVP to a guy and then when the playoffs comes the the guy's a smoke. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't like, that's supposed, look, let me tell you something. You don't win nothing in the regular season. Okay? You don't win nothing there. Ask the Seattle Mariners or, or ask the Boston Bruins. You know, it's not the regular season, it's the playoffs. So I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing with with, with with MVP before the playoffs. I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, it, 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 it's it's like oh my god, uh, what's that closer again? That's Armando that Benitez. No, 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 not no. I ain't talking about him. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about that one that made that made the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, Trevor Hoffman. <laughs> Trevor Hoffman is a Hall of Famer. Oh, Can be a big game that that he didn't blow. Oh, Every big God. game he blew. Every one he blew. How the hell he could be a Hall of Famer? Hey, huh? hey, he did great in the regular season, Pop. Yeah, numbers. numbers. He did great in the regular season. Sure that numbers game. Look, look, I'm telling you, you know, like I said, I you cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that I'm going to give out MVP awards and the playoffs is not playing yet. You, 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 to me, MVP awards, all those awards supposed to be end of season awards. Not end of regular season. End of season. Okay? Yeah. Because the amount of people I know 
that could never show up in the playoffs, what the hell am I giving you an MVP for? Yeah. So, so, so if I understand what you're saying, Callie, is what you're arguing is that Julius Randle should not have made NBA All Pro third team. If, if that's what I'm hearing from you. <laughs> look, look, I, 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 I'm anxious to see what the Knicks are going to do this season. You know. They don't have a lot of moves to make. They committed their money to R.J. Barrett, so... There's not a ton of moves they can make. Well, that let me tell you, that is still that is still gonna go down as one of the worst decisions. That, no, not one. One of the two worst decisions. The first one was not to give up R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell, and then the second one. I don't. Let me tell you something. Leon Rose. Better win like three NBA titles because I still say that's a fireable offense. Not getting Donovan Mitchell is a fireable offense. You can tell me what you want that they wanted this and they wanted that. You show me any of the things they wanted that the Knicks couldn't do without. On what those people did, you know, you 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 have the the. The, the the people that just waited for for RJ Barrett to have like two good games in the playoff and like you see it's a good thing we didn't give him away and what happened after that and what happened before that huh <laughs> I, I mean it's just I tell you every time Bronson step on the court and I see how good and I never because I don't want to be like no. I always knew. I always knew. No, I had no idea. Nobody did. That's that's no the thing. So so many it. people in the NBA that I respect admitted the same thing I did. That I had no idea Brunson had this level to his game. I thought they were overpaying him. They did. I, I thought they did overpay him. I thought they did overpay, but I understood it. But to me, without doing the Mitchell trade. It was a pointless overpay. Now it's not a pointless overpay. It's 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 not an overpay, but it's such a complete uh, misunderstanding of where your team was because the Knicks didn't know what they had in Brunson. Because the Knicks actually understood what they had in Brunson. Guess what? Donovan, the Donovan Mitchell trade happens because the Knicks were so much closer to the NBA title with those yeah. two. The Knicks had no clue what they what they had on their hands. That 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 is the most aggravating part about all of this is that the Knicks spent all this time playing for uh, uh, Brunson and, and can act as though they knew what the hell was going, but then still completely airmail the Donovan Mitchell trade talks. I'm telling you, if 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 the Knicks have Donovan Mitchell on this roster right now, they're the Eastern Conference Finals. Right now, they're in the finals. Yeah. You know, they I, I mean, the, 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 but that, that was my argument to folks, was yeah. the Knicks literally cost themselves a chance at the Eastern Conference Finals. Because I thought even without uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, they should have been able to beat the Heat. But with Donovan Mitchell, they absolutely beat the Heat. 
Like the, but that that's that's the thing that annoys me the most about all this is literally how this got completely borked by management. I I I, I can't get, I can't get over that one. I still don't understand how people have their jobs. Because even if I didn't fire them before, when I see how this season went and how good done, how good Bronson is, is no one firing everybody. No one firing everybody. You know, because if they get that shit straightened out in Milwaukee, I, 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 I still may be going uphill. You know, I still may be going uphill. So, so. You, you, on a year where things broke right for me, and I might have been in the NBA final, it, you, 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 you screwed me up. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, it's just so aggravating. Yeah, I, I know. I, 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 it, 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 it me to no end every time I saw the next play, and I, I'm like, Jesus, could you imagine adding Donovan Mitchell to that? And, 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 and all the Barrett, all the Barrett supporters were like, you know, he looks like he's regressing. You didn't see that last year? You know, what it is, I still would like to know what it is that R.J. Barrett showed that they figured, no, 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 we're not, we're not giving him up, you know. And, and, and I, I, I kind of think it's, it's, it came from the owner because I, it, I don't understand if the owner didn't, give that order how he doesn't fire them for you this is a guy who tells the, the team that he's with I want to go to New York nobody else was in the in the day because everybody knew that Donovan Mitchell wanted to go to New York so most teams didn't want to waste their time trying to woo him because the talk was out he wanted to go to New York He's from New York. I want to go home. Okay. The Knicks had the, the assets to get him. So that's why it wasn't a bidding war or anything. The Knicks was in a poker game and all the hands was Knicks hands. <laughs> they lost the game. <laughs> they own all the hands in the game and they still lost the game. I, I, so that's why I said... James Dolan's the most dangerous poker player there is, Kelly. That's all there is. The what? man, the man, the man can lose solitary poker. What? The, <laughs> like, the only person, only person at the table that loses against himself. <laughs> but my thing is that it had to be the owner because if 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 Leon Rose alone was making those decisions and that blow up in his face like it did. Where you see how Barrett is playing, and you see how Donovan Mitchell is playing, and how good Bronson was, 
I, you, he's getting fired immediately. I bring you, and that's your first big decision, and that that's what came out of it. So it 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 it, it has to be the owner. Maybe the owner tell him, no, I think Bar's going to be good. I don't want you to trade him. That's the only way that they can make that decision and it don't cost them their jobs. You know? And and, 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 and then has the goal to say, well, uh, uh, the Mitchell people never got back to us because they think you're stupid. You, you're sitting there all... all you're alone in the game, and 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 you still can't come to. The, you let Cleveland come in there and say, "Okay, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. I'll give you this." Hey, we'll take it. I can't deal with these stupid people, you know. And I'm sure Donovan Mitchell would rather be in that on that next team because that Cleveland team is not that good. No. It's not even close. There's no chance. Yeah. There's not n- that good. There's no chance. Yeah. That the Donovan Mitchell. I'm thinking in a couple. If if that shit stays like that next year, I'm sure at the end of next year, Donovan Mitchell is saying, "I I want out of here." <laughs> because let me tell you something. There's no reason to be in Cleveland if the team is not good. I mean, Cleveland is not that nice a place. <laughs> You know, not no disrespect to the fine people of Cleveland, but no, let's be honest. People, uh, I said, like Donald Trump said, there's good people on both sides, but I don't want to be there. <laughs> you know, uh, please. I, 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 I still, you know, every time they talk about that, I just shake my head and still don't understand how that happens, you know. It's it's the only I think it's the same Camelo thing all over again. Dolan stayed in the background because nobody can call his name and say, "Well, the owner wanted him." He never wants that. He does these things and his name don't get called. But you can't tell me that a manager can make that much of a blunder and doesn't get fired. Or at least get reprimanded or something, you know, uh, we, we, uh, unless it's what the owner wanted. Yeah, so we'll see. You know, but you know, maybe, 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 maybe they get Giannis to leave the, um, Milwaukee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're back to hoping for Giannis again. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the LeBron thing all over again. Yeah. Or maybe you get Kawhi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi will take the meeting with the Knicks this time. Yeah, the arthritic knee. You know. Please. Uh, at, at, at the rate they're going, they may have to fold that team in, 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 in that second team in L.A. You know, because between them and the Rams, I don't know who have more fans. <laughs> between, between hey, hey, the hey, Chargers, the, Cl- the the Clippers fans are, are strong, are stronger than ever. They're just sad by 
not having Kawhi available at all. The, the only thing, the only thing I envy the Clippers is I wish their owner had bought the Knicks instead of us having Dolan. Oh, every, most most NBA fan bases would rather have uh, uh, Steve Ballmer than than their own owner. Most oh, yeah, most yeah, NBA yeah. teams would rather have Steve Ballmer than their own owner. Yeah, because, That's the truth. Because he's a nice guy, and I don't think he deserved the Clippers. Because I don't think that that team is going to be good. I mean, that team... First of all, that team has an inferiority complex. Even when they have better players than the Lakers. Listen. Listen. I'll just be blunt. Stephen A. Smith got into hot water by throwing out the suggestion that the Clippers should force Kawhi Leonard to retire. Fine. You could say that Steve, uh, Stephen A. was disrespectful by trying to dictate that a player's time has come to retire. What I'm not going to argue is that Kawhi Leonard owes the Clippers a ton of back money. And don't act like it, it, it's like, yo, he didn't mean to get injured. Listen, he's been doing this load management thing for the better part of four years. And he's been hurt every single time. And at a certain point, you have to ask the question, is he doing the physio the proper way or is he doing what he wants to do? And that was the issue that the, uh, the Spurs took a lot of flack for but we're calling out Kawhi and his people that he wasn't doing the things that he was supposed to be doing the proper way. And 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 Kawhi and his folks were blaming the Spurs for the reason why he kept getting hurt. But here's my problem. Here's my problem. If, if you're doing load management and you're supposed to be this health nut and you're you don't do this and you don't do that and and you can never finish a season. So then what's the point? You know, you may as well just play play all the time. And if you get hurt, you get hurt. But you keep doing the load management and and Kawhi Leonard is the biggest tease that you could have because he came out in that game against the 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 Suns and he killed the Suns. He, he was guarding Durant and then he was scoring when he wants and we never saw him again after that. <laughs> we never saw him again after that. That was it. Yeah. yeah they, hey, the Suns are in trouble because Kawhi just dominated them. Hey, the Clippers could win the series. And he never appeared again. Again, this is part of the reason why Stephen A. got so annoyed and called for his retirement. Because, again, it's not as though this was the first time this has happened. No. He does shit like that all the time. You know, he does. Look. Here's what I can't take about Kawhi. Is that Kawhi's on my team. And we play. And the next day, I gotta, I gotta be holding the the the, the prayer beads and and and, and, and taking in my hands, in my hands. Is he okay? 
is, is, is this a, is it gonna happen? Is this is he gonna come? Is he all right? Did he hurt his feet? Did, I mean, how much of this shit you could stand? You know, you think if Kawhi Leonard says, "I'm gonna sign with the Knicks," I'm gonna be jumping up for what? Are you sure he's going to play a whole season? When is the last time Kawhi Leonard played a whole season? You got You have to go back to when huh? he was playing with the Spurs. You got to go back to when he played with Spurs. Because even the year in Toronto, he didn't play the whole season because he missed a ton of games with the load management team. Yes. Did they win the title? Yes, they did come and win the title. Okay? Now, how the hell do you could tell me? You went from winning that title and people saying, hey, he may be the best player in basketball. What happened after that? Huh? You check Kawhi's seasons after that. Since, since he, how many seasons? Uh, three seasons? It's four. Four? Four. And that Remember, it's twenty. Season. It's 2019. Uh, like, uh, he had that run. He had that run in Toronto in 2019. We had, we had the bubble year, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's four. Uh, let's count on the bubble year. Oh, oh, you're going to give him the pass on the ball? Okay, fine. Well, yeah, three yeah, years. I, you, know, you know why I give him a pass? Because I always say in the bubble here, all who didn't want to play, I respect them. All right. And all who played, I respect them. So I give him the bubble here. But what has happened since? It's like, maybe we're still in COVID. <laughs> because I, I haven't seen Kawhi Leonard. He's, he hasn't finished the season. He's either not there at the beginning, uh, he might be there in the middle, or he starts, he's not there in the middle, and uh, he's kinda, kinda there, kinda not there yet. He can't have that shit. You know, when, when is the last time Kawhi played a full season and actually, you know, had his team you know, people saying, hey, this team could win it all. This this team is dangerous. This it's, it's, it's crazy. You, you, you can't go. You, there's no way you could go from being that high up. I mean, like I said, people was calling him maybe the best player in basketball. And that's with a, 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 a bunch of younger LeBron than LeBron is now. You know, and 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 that's that's the kind of ratings he was getting when 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 he won that title in and thing. Even though he missed a lot of games that year too, but at least they got they got the title, so it made up for that. But now he's to me he's kind of to the extreme. He's kind of to the extreme. I don't. I don't know how much longer you're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I. I. I don't disagree with Steve May. Maybe it's time for him to really retire because he don't want to play basketball. 
you know, because, hey, I'm going to add a stat saying, did he get, did he get uh, uh, an examination by the team's doctor to, to, to determine if this is really an injury or if he's just saying it's an injury? Because remember, that was the problem with him and the Spurs. The Spurs are saying he's good to go, and he's saying no. Yeah. And he was saying that, you know, they don't care about me, and they just want to think. But, like you say, you you got to go back now and say, hey, wait a minute, maybe the Spurs had a point. I'm t- like, I, listen, I, I have to take the L on the quiet thing, because I said from a two-way standpoint... Kawhi, you you would build your team around Kawhi versus LeBron. And Kawhi essentially went out of his way to screw over every one of these teams that uh, went out. And it just happened to be that the the Clippers fell on this landmine that is Kawhi. Because this this whole debacle, and I do call it a debacle at this point, this whole debacle is tied to the fact that Kawhi only wants to do what Kawhi wants to do when he feels like doing it. That's it. That's what this is. The the the, the team that came out actually came out pretty good in this was the Raptors. They got a title out of it. Now they gave up people, but I mean they gave up Kyle Lowry and um um. Yeah, they 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 they, they gave up uh, Demar, DeRozan. Uh, Demar, Demar and, um, uh, they gave they, they gave they gave up. Uh, well, it, it was a uh, yeah. There there were there were a couple of role, but again, like uh, Lowry, uh, you know. Well, 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 actually, no. Lowry Lowry did get the title because of Kawhi, but it's like like he was still on the team. But like there were a couple other role players on that squad that did get shuffled out because. Of, but again. At the end of the day, you'd take that all day long if you're the Raptors. I'm telling you, because remember, they got the title, and they had to pay. They only had to put up with Kawhi for one year, so they actually came out smelling like roses. They gave up a few players, they got a title, and they they didn't have the, the headache. You know they. they the, 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 the Raptors actually got to drink and didn't get the hangover. <laughs> the, the Raptors was able to get drunk and not get the hangover. The Clippers got the hangover. Yeah. The hangover that is Kawhi is, 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 is what they, you know, they got. Yeah. Let's see what. Yeah. All right, so... Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up because... I mean, we, we've got we've got an entire day tomorrow dedicated to ripping uh, folks ripping on uh, the Sixers and Embiid because that press conference. I don't care what anybody says. That press conference, whoo, that is go- that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. It's, it, it has to because if you're one of the people who supported uh, who supported. Embiid getting the MVP, you got you got stuff to answer for now, and uh, it is what it is. Like you, there's no, there is no way you can have you can have uh, Embiid saying that in the press conference 
and, and you and you still being okay with voting uh, and be the MVP. I'm sorry, there's no way, absolutely no way after that no show. All right, so we'll we, we talk we, we talk tomorrow. Yeah. All right, Kelly. Yeah, we'll okay, we'll, we'll be in touch. You have a good All one. Right. Okay. All right. All right, folks. That's gonna do it. I mean, I've trashed the Sixers enough for one evening, and so did my dad. But the trust the process, folks, you brought this on yourselves. You really did. Because for years, we keep hearing about how this was the right way to, to go about putting together your culture and mentality. You've enabled this man who flops all the time, needs the refs to bail him out with the free throw line. His game does not translate to postseason play. The issues that I raise with Randall still apply to Joel Embiid. It's even more egregious to Joel Embiid because he's far more athletically gifted than Julius Randall could ever hope to be. And yet, he still opts for a cheap way out. But somehow, we had to give him the MVP. There are so many more deserving candidates. I, I, like, I'm not going to let that one go. Because there are a lot of people who need to actually answer for this. I'm, I'm serious when I'm talking about those MVP voters. About their credentials needing to be revoked for two years. I'm serious about it. Because there's no way we could be watching the NBA for an entire season. And us having completely different thought processes on what is valuable and what's not. And then play out exactly where I point out exactly why he can't elevate players. And you guys actually try to say, oh, but it's a regular season. Like We have to treat it as strictly based off of regular season performance. As if you you couldn't see this potentially happening. Yeah. I, I, I like, you know, it's just so genuinely aggravating because you, tr- you honestly try to believe that there's no way he could be that, have that lack of self-awareness, but this is who he is. This is who Joel Embiid is. He's a quitter. As much as, as much as we can rag on James Harden. We already know James Harden is a quitter. We just didn't know the full extent to it that it would apply to Joel Embiid. And now we do. Good luck, Philly. That's all I can say to you. Good luck, because you're going to need it. Because guess what? It only gets worse from here because he's got the MVP award. And now, every time, it's going to be something else that's the reason why you guys can't win. As he gets older. And deals with the foot issues. As he gets older, by the way. Good luck. That's going to do it for tonight. Have a good one, folks. Until next time, we'll get into uh, the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. But I don't don't even want to talk about the the rest of the playoff matchups that, that are unfolding between the Lakers and Denver right now and what we're going to get between Heat Celtics. I can't because the Sixers performance was so atrocious today. 
And I, it's like, he literally threw his teammates under the bus when the teammates weren't the issue. It was, it was a beating heart. Like, I can't get over that. I can't get over he actually tried to throw his own teammates under the bus after he and Harden sabotaged him. I, I can't. I can't. I can't get over that one. It, it, it just it just will not sit right with me. Anyway, like I said, I'm out for now. We'll be back uh, soon enough. Catch you around. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.